Welcome to the Two Tunes Podcast, episode 147. What what uh what voice would you say that is there, Bo? Um <laughs> I don't know. Announcer guy? You're, yeah, you're... announcer guy. It's like uh like we return you to something Land nine from outer space. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be funny if I had the keyboard ready. Play some theremin. I do have one. It's right it is, there. It is spooky season after all. Oh, yeah, it is. So we're here to talk about bullshit and two tunes. Sure. Not in that order. Usually that order. It, it is, yeah. It is that order. So it's spooky season. You've been watching any spooky movies lately? Uh, or TV shows? Nope. I'm watching Gen V. What's that? It's the boys spinoff. Oh, Did yeah. you watch the boys? No, I didn't. Oh, dude. That's so good. I know I should. And then this is the the Weekly Planet podcast refers to it as, or has referred to it as like the boys, the college years. <laughs> is it a, is it a sequel? Well, it's sort of it's like running alongside of okay. the main story, but it's in in the boys universe. There's this there's a college for people with abilities and stuff. Okay, and so that's it's you're seeing a story of folks that are there. It's really good. I mean, if you if you have seen and liked the boys, yeah, then one would like this as well. Okay, Garth Ennis. 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 I read a book by him. Yeah. And I've all, I mean, I've read multiple books by him because yeah. he's a comic book writer. Yeah, he's written a ton of stuff. I, def- I definitely read Preacher. Mm. But there, I think he wrote like a book book. Oh, okay. Unless I'm thinking, I'm misquoting him. I don't I'm know. quoting. Misremembering. Misremembering. But yeah, def- I, I have not read The Boys. I heard it's, you know, really good. But it's mm-hmm. basically like... You could say like gritty take on superheroes and stuff, but it's like, what if, like, they're not all Lily White and mm-hmm. whatever? Like they they're jerks and yeah, yeah, you know, or what just if, they're just human basically yes. with with powers. Like, yeah, it's really it's really interesting and well done. So, I like it. I uh, <laughs> this is gonna be like really that's from 1996 because it is. Uh, I watched. Oh crap, what is it? Interview with a Vampire? Oh yeah, never seen it. I've watched like the beginning and I've seen scenes sure. of it and I'm like, okay. And then but then I actually sat down and watched the whole thing and I'm like, oh yeah, I've really never seen any of this. And be have like, you, have you read any in no, no. No. I mean, I have some of them, but I I just haven't read them cuz they yeah. just exist in my house. I think I was given them by someone. And then I've just never read them. Actually, it turned. Why? Why was it? Oh, it was. Um, the reason I was like, oh, I'll, I'll watch that, is because, um, what is it? Architectural Digest's YouTube channel. Okay. They were doing like a New Orleans tour. Oh, okay. Of these, and the funny thing is, is this guy, and he, he would, he would, you could tell like he had a speech prepared, kind mm-hmm. of like a walking tour type mm-hmm. thing, and it's like, here's the thing, and then he'd be like, and none of that is true. Because this, and then he'd like give the the, the facts, and it's like they oh. like here's the haunted story of this building, mm. and it's like that's not true because this wasn't even around then. This mm. building was built in this time period, yeah, yeah. and blah 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 blah. Um, and then they were saying how like you know vampires weren't associated with New Orleans until Anne Rice. Oh, okay. And then now it's like vampire this and vampire mm. that. Interesting. So, did you see the haunted mansion? Yeah, like we, new, t- well, yeah we, we talked, talked about, about this. It. Okay. Yeah. It just made me think of that because yeah. he does the same similar thing. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, the walking tour. The walking tour thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that Mary Lou Henry that, is on. That guy's jaded. Yeah. Um, and then so I watched that. Good movie. Is weird though, because like, like what you say you've never seen it, but like, do you know any of the characters in the, the Lestat? Vamp- okay, Lestat, Lestat the vampire. Which one is Lestat? Like who played him? Yeah. Uh, now I'm trying to think of who's in that movie. Okay. So Tom I'll, Cruise. You are correct. Brad Pitt. It's <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Those are the people that are in the movie. Which Other was, people. Um, what, what, who, uh, Antonio Banderas. Oh, nice. He's in it. Puss in Boots himself. Puss in Boots himself. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> the main character is not Lestat the vampire, but like in the whole series, mm-hmm. Lestat is the main character okay just not in that particular just not in that that one which is the first book mm-hmm. and there's some yeah anyways so it's just like when i'm watching it i'm like i know lestat which one's lestat and i'm like tom cruise is lestat but he's not the main character he's not the the vampire that's being interviewed yeah it's it's louis um played by brad pitt okay and then kirsten dunn's she won an oscar for that Okay. That was like her first thing. Yeah, she, she was like 12 or something, right? Or yeah, but it, like in the book, it's a five-year-old. Oh. Which makes it really, really weird. Because like, so it's a five-year-old vampire who will always be five years old. But she's like a thousand or whatever. Or hundreds of years old. Hundreds maybe, of yeah. years. Well, I wouldn't even say hundreds because like when it starts, the one is 200 and it takes place like before America. Okay. And then like the book was made in the 70s. The movie was made in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Gotcha. Stuff. Um, but then uh, the other thing. So every, I wouldn't say every year, but it's kind of seeming like that. Um, Mike Flanagan. Are you familiar with Mike Flanagan? No. So The Haunting of Hill House. Oh. The Haunting of Bly, Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. On uh, Netflix. Netflix. Whenever that came out years ago yeah now because it's probably like seven years ago now six or seven years ago because he's been like putting out something every year and this year and they're all most of them are there's only been like maybe one original story and that was midnight mass okay i think it's an original story i don't really know because the haunting of hill house is like kind of a an adaptation of it's a book, right? Yeah, and then the Haunting of Bly Manor is Turn of the Screw. Oh, okay. Um, C.S. Then... Lewis, right? No. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Taming of the True. No, different <laughs> thing. What am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't screw know. tape letters. There we go. Okay, I got there. There you go. <laughs> Tired today. But this one is Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, okay. And oh, it, so it's all I saw. Po- I saw about this. Yeah, yeah, it's all Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, and then each episode is like they're all connected mm-hmm. but then like the like the last episode was the black cat so if you like know mm-hmm. the story of the black cat you you know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. but it like it twists a little bit and then uh the mur- a murder the yeah, murder at the room morgue which by the way yeah when i was a kid uh-huh. in elementary school yeah they had these series of books that uh-huh. were based on the old universal horror movies okay. and stuff yeah and it was like one book per per thing and because i didn't understand french mm-hmm. <laughs> i would see that one on the spine and be like oh murders at the rue morgue okay <laughs> <laughs> so i can't not think of that as the rue morgue now okay whenever i see it 
But like, yet again, if you know the story, mm-hmm. well, by the, that was the first mystery. Really? Yeah, that's that story was the first mystery, like set up, hmm. like you don't know. Like a whodunit kind yeah. of thing? Okay. Yeah, like there's a murder and they're investigating the murder and then like they're giving pieces away hmm. of this information. But yeah, I haven't finished it yet, but it's good. But I think like if you know enough Poe, it's kind of kind of mm-hmm. kind of ruins what's going on. Yeah. Now there is a character that like it's the same actress playing like multiple people. Okay. And she she has to be like a super supernatural being of some sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what she is though. Gotcha. Because I don't know the story of the fall of the house the fall of the house of Usher. Um, I do know, I do, I did know like most of the other ones. So like, um, what is the reg, the red death, plague of the red death or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, that one I knew and I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to happen. And then black cat, I knew the next one that I'm watching is the telltale heart. Mm. Uh, The last episode is the Raven. Um, and these are actually the names of the episodes as well. So it's like, you, you know, what's going to go on. Is there, is there any cask of Montalado in there? Montiato. No, it's like a fall of the house of Usher drama mini series. And it's got like the same people. It's kind of like, um, it's like American horror story. Yeah. American horror story where like, it's the same actors mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again, yeah. but they're great actors. Didn't. So that's coming back again. American horror story. Yeah. Yeah. But it, didn't it, they, but it, didn't they like, it's, Aren't it's, they a bunch of scabs? Like, didn't they film it like ooh, during I don't the know. strike or something? I don't know. Or they were like promoting it. I it's don't. like Kim Kardashian's. I don't know. I'm so over that. Yeah, the Ryan Murphy stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of reminds me of like J.J. Abrams a little bit. Like where he comes up comes up with good ideas and never, f- but doesn't know how to like follow through. Or doesn't know how to finish. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember that first episode or that first uh, series of uh, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. It's like so good, yeah. And then it just kind of ends and fizzles and like or yeah. wraps up too quick or something like. So I don't even remember because I just remember it like being not great. But I remember it being so good for a while and then it wasn't. And like later seasons were like that too. And like Glee was like that too. Maybe yeah. it's just he goes on too long. Maybe that's maybe the thing. this is definitely like uh, American Horror Story is definitely going on too long. I mean, it's a cool concept because, like, you do a different theme every season. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Maybe it needs to be shorter seasons and stuff like that. Uh, they're not that long. But, like, when was, what's the last episode or last season that you're aware of? Like, what was going on? Like, that I watched? That you're aware of. Uh, the one with Lady Gaga that I didn't watch, probably. So, the hotel? The hotel one? Yeah. So, that was season five. Okay. Season 12 just started. Jesus Christ. So you missed Roanoke. <laughs> sure. You missed Cult. You missed Apocalypse. You mm. missed 1984. Mm. You missed Double Feature. Okay. NYC, which I didn't watch, but I'm... Have you liked all of them? No. <laughs> not at all. It's more of just like, well, well I watched season all the other two. Was that the Coven one? The no, which one? So Murder House, Asylum, Coven, Freak oh, Show. Oh, Asylum. Coven Hotel. I watched, Freak Show I watched. And I'm, then Hotel, I didn't. I, don't, I think because I just was like, nope. I'm pretty sure that, like, I liked Up to Apocalypse, which is season eight. Okay. Um, It, like, dipped, and then I liked Apocalypse, and then everything after that is just like, I'm not interested in this. So, 1984 yeah. takes place in, in 1984. It has all the 1980 horror theme right. tropes 
in every episode. It's like mixing this and that and the other thing all together. It's like, I don't like, you're just, what else can we throw in here? Mm -hmm. Double feature was two seasons mashed together. Okay. That just felt like not a, a cohesive idea like it's yeah. cool it's like oh we're gonna do a double feature because you know like horror films used to be like so do two. six episodes of each or That's, whatever. they did five and five. Oh, okay it was 10 episodes and then five was like a vampire story and five was like an alien story oh, okay so they did it right yeah but i didn't really like it sure <laughs> and then uh nyc was season 11 and it takes place in new york city new york city obviously but i'm thinking of the time period i think whenever like probably the 80s so like aids is a thing and then it 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 deals with like that's kind of the central theme but Mm -hmm. then there's a murderer who's killing um gay men Mm. um and then the one is delicate which is based on a book that just came out or was about to come out or something the season will be based on an upcoming book Delicate Condition by Daniel or Danielle Valentine. Gotcha. Yeah, and Kim Kardashian's in it. Yeah. So yes, they probably did. Yeah, there was some. I just remember there was something where people are like, "You shouldn't do that." Maybe they were promoting it or something. I don't know. Uh, on May fourth, it was reported that filming for the season was shut down due to the WGA writer strike. Right. On the same day, it was reported that production resumed and that the cast and crew were using a back entrance to enter the studio ah, and avoid crossing the picket line. Scabs, you're still scabs. On May tenth, it was announced that production of the season was halted due to the strike. So, like six days. Yeah, but I feel like I heard about this more recently. I yeah. don't know. On October I'm not 15th, watch it. FX set the premiere date for now. Is the actors still on strike? I know the writers are done. The actors are still on strike. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I know that they're going to do a, a 13th season. Spooky. Yeah. Um, I like Apocalypse because it kind of tied in a whole bunch of the other seasons. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was like, yes, we're telling all these mini season stories, but then here's the big one, yeah, which was kind of cool, but also kind of like, eh, cult was all about like response to Donald Trump being mm-hmm. elected, which was kind of like, eh, Roanoke was okay. It's kind of like a reality TV show set in Roanoke, Virginia. Okay. Like in the 1600s or whatever. No, it was now, but it oh. was like, like kind of Blair witchy. Okay but set there. I keep seeing all these things about Blair Witch. Yeah, like people didn't realize it was, or like, it was like, no one believed that. And it's like, yeah, we did. Well, here's the thing. I I had like sort of the, I, I hadn't seen it until it came out on VHS. VHS or DVD. DVD. Or DVD. Yeah. Um, at like a friend's house. And so like, I'd already kind of heard about it. Yeah. And I was kind of bummed. I was like, man, I missed out on that experience of seeing that and not knowing and whatever. Yeah, I didn't see it in theaters. I didn't well, go to that many movies back then. Yeah, I guess I didn't either. Because I was in high school. Right. Like, and it was like a 20-minute drive, which feels like so far oh, away. Oh, sure. It wasn't far for me. It just, I don't know, we just didn't go all that often or whatever. I don't know. Yep. So, we should probably talk about two tunes. That would be <laughs> good. Probably, yeah. 
What episode is this? This is 147. Okay, we should do a covers one soon. Well, yeah, next time. Not like next time, but like two times. Two two, <laughs> two tunes. Times. That's a cover song. There's there's my cover song. Two times. Yeah. Um, so I'm first. Okay. <clears throat> I'm talking about monsters. Because it's spooky season. Because it's spooky season. I tried. I didn't. I couldn't find another one that I oh. was like, oh, here's. I didn't try two. at all. Yeah. So Matchbook Romance. They're not. By a the way. Name. Yeah. Great band name. Yeah. Great band name. Mm-hmm. There's that guy on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok anymore, but there's that guy on there. <laughs> He does that good good band name, bad band name. Yeah. Have you seen him? You've told me about him. How about, he's funny. Um, but this, to me, is a great band name. Mm-hmm. So emo band, one mm-hmm. one hit wonder, I would say. Yeah. Um, this was on Madden NFL 07. Also, Arena Football, Road to Glory, and also Guitar Hero 3, Legends nice. of Rock. Which feels weird. Legends of Rock. Because they're not really a legend right. of rock. Did you see that thing where Rolling? I think Rolling Stone just released their like hundred greatest guitar players. Yeah, and like Muddy Waters is like eighty four, and like Saint Vincent is like twenty six. Have you actually seen Saint Vincent play guitar? No, but like, are they better than Muddy Waters? Are they sixty spots better than Muddy Waters? I don't know. Like considered to be one of like the greatest guitar players. I don't, I don't know. know. Is Muddy Waters just popular for other reasons? I don't really know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so this band was from 97 to 2007 and then it broke up yeah. and then came back in 2015 for like a year. Mm. And did then, you, did you yeah. listen to them before this album? This is the only album I know of. So, so they no. had one before this. It's called like stories and alibis or something. Yeah. yeah that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So I, think I, I actually have that record. I have that record. I, or I picked it up at, um, the one year that warp tour was in Hershey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't see them play, but I, I picked up their record. What label were they on at that point? You, um, they weren't like Epitaph the whole time. Okay. So I was at the Epitaph Epitaph booth and I remember picking it up because I thought it was a cool band name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, cool band name. That yep. was back in the day. Like you would, I would buy stuff. Based on names and Based artwork. on names sometimes, you know, or, or artwork or whatever. Yeah. And if it was like seven bucks or whatever, it's like worth quote unquote, like wasting that money if they weren't any good. Mm-hmm. Um bullet for my valentine Mm -hmm. like prime example i was like oh great band name let me buy their like five dollar ep and see how good it is but yeah so matchbook romance i had that stories and alibi cd cd loved it and then then what is this album called um voices voices there we go that came out and also loved it but like the the difference between the two is massive like in the like production value and all that stuff it's like so so much better on voices mm-hmm. i still think like it's great songwriting and all that stuff and performance but just i don't know they just epitaph must have put just put a bunch of money into the production i guess yeah so i love this song this song is great mm-hmm. this whole album is really good both both of their albums i think are really really good yeah they also did a split ep with um uh motion city soundtrack mm-hmm. where they they both they did two songs each and they were like acoustic things um like match um motion city soundtrack has an acoustic version of while you're around or when you're around excuse me mm-hmm. and then these guys have a tune called in transit for you in, in parentheses okay. it, which i freaking love that song so much um and it like starts out kind of acoustic and then it gets like real big and i actually covered it or i did a version of it when i was in college as like my um final 
for my production class, like my recording and technology class, basically, in the recording studio. Cool. You had to like pick a song and then do it. Yeah. And then in the week we would engineer each other's That's cool. things. Yeah. It was pretty neat. Also, the cool thing about that particular EP when you get it on CD, mm-hmm. it's like a, you remember mini discs, yeah, mini yeah. CDs? Mm hmm. For those that don't know, they were just literally like small well, CDs that would fit on your regular. Just hold on a second. CD thing. Mini mini discs. Sorry, not mini discs. Mini CDs. mini CDs. Mini CDs. But they're about like three inches instead of yeah, five. But this one, what they did is they filled out the rest of the disc to yeah. like regular CD size. Okay, but it was like plastic, like clear plastic, yeah. and then they put artwork over top of it. That's cool. I always thought that was pretty neat. But yeah, this is a band I've liked for a long time. Yeah, why didn't you bring it a long time ago? I don't this know. Really I, I kind of you kind of forget about it because because again they haven't like been a band since 2016. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Um, here's Monsters by Matchbook Romance. Spooky. Mm-hmm. Just this is the vibrato. Spooky claps. Spooky claps. <laughs> I always really like this singer a lot too. Yeah. Since you you have the Wikipedia still open? Yeah. Just curious, like did he end up in another band? Um, Andrew Jordan is now promoting his new project called Drift Division. Okay. Uh, I would check that out just because I just like him as a singer. But it doesn't really like show anything past like twenty ten. Oh. I just think it's a really, really good song. Yeah. And this was the big thing. People would know this. Yeah. The drums are cool. Yeah. Uh, it's not difficult. Like, on drums, it kind of is, only because it's like, there's some interesting fills, but... Like, right here. Actually, I'm not. Now, one of the guitars is going... Like the whole time is just sliding. Yeah. You know what's really interesting on their like popular songs on Spotify, like their yeah. top five. This is it's not this. Yeah. Forty-four million. <laughs> but then the other four are all from Stories and Alibis. Yeah, yeah. Just I just feel like like they voices ha- like there's other really good songs on this album. Yeah. That I feel like. Would have gotten more play, but maybe not. People just it, it reached number forty-three on the U.S. Okay. It's track five, too, kind of right in the middle of the album. And that that's kind of where you would put your hits. Is yeah. like three, five. Like uh, there, there was a. Now also currently saving thing. both of these albums to my Spotify. And then here. I also had an EP. Yeah? Yeah. In 2003. Which is when Stories Now was came out. There was a time when I could have sung along to every single one of these songs. Word for word. <laughs> yes. And then the amazing guitar solo. Halftime. Like, it's not a hard guitar solo, but no. it's just like, it just fits. Yeah. And it's halftime. And then 
it's because it has like distinct sections yeah. of like I'm gonna do this and it's gonna work like it's it's not gonna just be the same thing right and it's like there's a part here's a part here's a part here's a part and they all just like work together yeah. the ending is always weird to me yeah I actually just had that thought I was like oh yeah that's how that ends it's not there yet obviously Like, they don't all end, Mm -hmm. like, slow down together. Yeah. It's kind of cool, though. Mm -hmm. A little, like, suspension, like the 11th in there on the minor chord or something. Just a harmonic, probably. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't listen to that song in a long time. (laughs) Yeah. There was another song I was going to have. Both those albums now. But. By them? No, it wasn't by them. Um, it there's so we do two notes we do two tunes in a row like two episodes usually we record two. and i had the two tunes picked but then i went to the the playlist that i make and the other tune wasn't there like it was there but it would be like it's not available in your country but it's like but i just played it <laughs> like i i searched it and then i added it how is it not able and it's a shiny toy gun do you know ghost town no oh it's a great song but like apparently it's like you can't find this but it doesn't make sense because like i can listen to it but if i put it on that playlist then it won't play that's weird so it's your turn okay this song i just discovered the other night um so one of the things i was thinking when you were talking about interview with a vampire and like books and things is i was like man you know what i miss reading for pleasure (laughs) Because I haven't done it since the summer. Because I just don't have time. Because <laughs> you're reading three classes worth of books. No, I, no, because I'm doing three classes worth of work, but, yeah, yeah. and also marching band and my job, yeah, and yeah. um, so and one of my classes is a research class where all we do is read, yeah, uh, article many articles a week. This week's only two, which is I was like, did I miss something? Did I mess something up? Um, so it's only two. And man, I'll tell you what, I have gotten good at finding things like articles and chapters and things yeah. for free. Oh, okay. But like, it seems kind of simple, but like very specific, I don't know. There's many things you can find on the internet for free and yeah. whatever, but like finding specific articles and chapters is sometimes difficult because it's like, it's really only in this one spot Yeah, and you're not always have access and stuff now she did tell us at the beginning she was like you shouldn't ever have to pay for anything Mm -hmm. if you kind of use your credentials through the university and whatever and she's been right most of the time there's just been times when like i think just things aren't like linking up correctly and it's not recognizing that i'm trying to access it through the university yeah you know what i mean um so i think that's the only uh, the times when i've had issues that's it um but i found a way I don't even remember what it was, but I had to like find this one chapter of this one book and it was like just everywhere I went, I got blocked. Like I I just couldn't get in. I couldn't access. And then I finally found this one thing and it was like a legit thing too. It wasn't like I found some like weird PDF of the book or whatever. It's just, I found like a legit way in, but it was like, Oh, look at me. I'm doing like actual research, smarty pants, like (laughs) yeah, research stuff or whatever. But, um, but anyway, yeah, I have not like read much. 
which has been sad. Okay. But I do a lot of work. But while I've been doing work, and especially like while I read these things, I've been listening. And so like either listening to the specific artists they're talking about or specific songs or specific albums. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I try to make like a playlist as I'm listening and, and stuff to about these things. So one of the articles I read um, recently was about um, flow or improvisers reaching like the flow state yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing. And there's been so much research about this mm-hmm. in general, but apparently most of it's been with instrumentalists. Mm-hmm. And like none with singers. And it kind of comes back to this like bias against singers in some ways from instrumentalists or especially like in the jazz world of like, well, you know, they don't really improvise. They just like sing the melody and blah, blah, blah and whatever. And it's like, no, they they do. Maybe they don't necessarily scat sing on every mm-hmm. song the way that a, a saxophone player would like take a chorus of whatever. And, but like they're constantly improvising the same way that instrumentalists are and mm-hmm. whatever. So anyway, the one article was basically, hey – let me interview some singers about mm-hmm. this and like talk about it specifically. And um, they talked to three Australian singers in particular. They did not give their names, so I don't know who they are. I had to guess who one of them was because mm-hmm. there's an Australian singer I, I know. And then now that I am like have done research on this person uh, who we're going to talk about, I, maybe she's one of the other ones. Kristen mm-hmm. Berardi is her name, but... I don't know. But then I was like finding some other things to listen to and like finding some other singers and things to listen to. And I was like, Oh, let me go find, um, my, I'll call her my friend, my acquaintance, Marion powers is her name. She's a vocalist. And I was like, let me go see like if she has stuff on Spotify or whatever she doesn't, but she's got different playlists that she has created. Uh And a couple of them I've, I've known about. She has this one called cry baby which is just a bunch of sad songs because okay. <laughs> she's posted about it before on Instagram. She's like, give me your sad songs. I want to, I have this like playlist. Uh-huh. And then she had this other one of, cause she teaches at, um, university of Northern Colorado. And so she has like a playlist of, I think it's like her like week one, like intro to mm-hmm. different singers and different kinds of stuff. And anyway, um, this, I think it was this song was on there. Um, so the song is He Was a Loaded Gun, and it's by Kristen Berardi and Sam Anning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, this is, it's from this album called Our Songs, Not Songs that they did together, and it's just vocals and bass, yeah. which is really cool. I did find that she, Kristen Berardi has another version of this with like more of a fleshed out uh-huh. ensemble. I didn't love it as much. I kind of like the really stripped down and like the, the, the duo back mm-hmm. and forth kind of thing with just her and the bass is why i picked this one but that's how i got to this was like this roundabout thing i'm like oh reading these articles and writing about them and then like searching for this person but she didn't have stuff and then but she had this playlist and yeah, yeah. found this song so it was pretty cool when the, two weeks ago whenever we had SZA oh, on, and yeah. I, we were talking about like how you know like i don't really like this song because it's just kind of like this chord progression and the vocal mm-hmm. line and it's a lot of repetition yeah um and then we had talked about like yeah if you just like boil it down to the melody and the mm-hmm. bass line and yeah. it's still a good song and it's a great song. Yeah. And then I'm like, did you think about that when we were grabbing, nope. grabbing this? Not even a little bit. And then in the, I was listening to the, uh, new music business podcast with mm-hmm. Ari Hurst and is the host and they had Lawrence on mm-hmm. and they brought that up as well. It's like, yeah, some, you know, like if you, you can boil it down to just like the melody, like a great song is a great song. If you can, if it's just these elements mm-hmm. like the lyrics and the, and the and the chord progression if it yeah if, if it still resonates with you it doesn't matter what you do actually it wasn't that it was uh it was um crap what's his name phineas it was phineas mm. he was he was breaking down uh the the barbie song 
Oh, the... And how it really is yeah. just... But there's, like, tons of stuff in there, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, tons of harmonies and doubles and triples. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. So, Kristen Brody, she's a jazz singer from Australia. Um, and she and Sam Manning got together somehow. I forget. They were just, like, playing together and, like, oh, this is cool. We should, like, do we, something together. Yeah. Um, so, there's a quote from Ryokan. Ryokan. Mm-hmm. R-Y-O-K-A-N about... Who said our songs are songs? Our songs are not songs. When you know that our songs are not songs, then we can begin to, to discuss song. And that's where the title of the album came from. And then they have a little blurb here about the song itself, He Was a Loaded Gun, which is an original by by her, mm-hmm. by Kristen Brody. Um, and it says, this explores the concept of a person who keeps people at a certain distance in order to keep their position of power over others. So I think that's pretty interesting. By the way, Apple Music now has a feature to show credits. Oh, cool. And on this song, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go directly to Dust Credits for this. Is that German for the credits? Yes, it is. View credits, and then it's like the performing artist and the composers. uh, It says that they both composed it. It's not just her. Maybe she did the lyrics. I don't know. Because, like, mm-hmm. when it says about this is on their band camp, like okay. for this album, on each track it has the title and then it has like one of their names and mm-hmm. then like what it's about. So that's where I'm getting that from. Okay. Gotcha. So here it is. was a loaded gun years in the making years of taking the old reminds me of Hades Town okay you've not heard, listened to Hades Town dude I don't listen to musicals I haven't seen it was a card of law <laughs> have we not talked about this judging the probably full right. of few if I had such so good the world from his birds I view him in you high on the hill like that, that reminds me of like specific things, but just like like two notes and sure. melody. And also like the recording quality. Mm-hmm. They feel like you're, they're just like in the room with you. Yeah. He was a magician's hat. Full of illusion, intrigue, no inclusion. He wore it like a prize. It's all a game to him. She's really good. Yeah. I mean, they both are. They're both really good at what they do. But he was a eulogy. You, the ending, always pretending, writing a overdubs. As he weaves there his are. web of lies away. There are overdubs. From okay. Those aren't other people singing. Where do you hear other people singing? Looking down at the comic Okay, let's not right now. Oh, I'm talking about later on. Yeah, in the song. yeah, yeah. No, I was like, yeah. There's, there's, there's no overdubs right now, but there will be overdubs. <laughs> yeah. I'm showing you. I'm telling the audience in advance. This is her ad lib. Right There's three. Four. Yeah. 
Excuse me, this part gives me like vibes. I'm gonna play Moss and that song, yeah, Orchard, yeah. and like there's that like middle section voices and guitar and things happening. Like, are, were they like this? I'm no, like, they are spinning. Yeah. Around Correct. the head. Yeah. Where I don't recognize that in Moss. No, that did. That was just more. They were just coming from. Yeah, they were this just, is like, no, this is like they're they're actually moving around, around head. the headphones. Yeah. He was a loaded gun. Years in the making, years of taking the all one. He could trust or understand a man-made man. He was a card of a large judge in the jury, full of fury for how he saw. World from his bird's eye view, him and you. High on the hill, looking down at the common folk, judging all their choices and their ways, keeping at a distance so no one can judge you the same. Never to blame. Yeah, so much. Yeah. High on the hill, looking down at. It's an interesting like metaphor of like someone being a loaded gun. Like, you, you also want to keep your distance, and like they want to keep you know. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And even like that line about like never to blame, like they go off. It's not my fault. You know what I mean? Like there's that kind of thing. Like yeah, you knew I was a loaded gun. Like. resolves mm-hmm. yeah it's really good i dig it yeah i listened to a little bit more of this album too um and i really like it yeah they're they're both really really phenomenal and then i did i listened to some other things of hers like i said and i found this other version of this song which which is also good i just i really like this stripped down just the two of them uh version of it more so yeah, thanks. Shout out to Marion for making that playlist. That I, I found her. So it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I didn't realize that it's like so loud compared to the last song, like drastically, like twice as loud. Hmm. But we were also very quiet. Sure. During it, kind of puts you to sleep in a good way. Yeah, it's like chill. Anything else? <laughs> no. We're like all relaxed. We are. That, until next week. <laughs> um, so if you if you made it this far, thank you very much. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, like, subscribe. Smash yeah. that. Crush that. Yeah. Whatever those Share it are. on stuff is cool. Interact. Yeah. Uh, engage. Tell us what you think about it over in the Discord. Mm-hmm. If you're just like, or, or just want to talk to other people who like music. Mm-hmm. There's people over there. They're doing things. Man, this is just like... Delilah now <laughs> every time that I think of Delilah yeah. like the re- like yeah. I think of this this restaurant in like down the street from where I grew up okay because that's like all they played mm-hmm. was that was in in the dining room anyways we played Delilah yeah, yeah yeah I mean like she played good music but like you gotta hear somebody talking about like their their cheating ex and 
it was i don't think i I don't know i don't know but it was it was that because every time we went there be like yes and this is delilah very soothing and calming but that was probably just in the in the in the dining room but then in the kitchen by the way this place used to be a bank oh cool which is also because there's a restaurant like that in in middletown yeah jim and sue's it's the place anyways um if you need some mixing done for your projects hit me up and we'll see you next week okay bye bye